Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well, although I had a bit of an interesting incident yesterday. I don't know why these things always happen to me, but never mind. I think uh, what happened last night is a very good example of the things that happen with me. So let me share. I'm not going to overshare, but I'm going to give you the, the joyful gist of what happened. So picture the scene. I had gone out for a lovely meal uh, last night with my daughter. That was great. And then we were going off to watch a, a drama thing at her school. Splendid. So nice meal. Go along, sit down. Now, in the hall where they have the drama, there are um, seats on one side of the wall and the other side. So the stage is actually the floor of the hall, if that makes sense. So the audience face each other with the cast then in the centre performing. So that's brilliant. It gives you a really different take on things. You really feel in the middle of it, involved. It's interactive. Great. But as I was sitting there, and let's just say my chair is the opposite side of the exit. So to get to the exit, you would have to cross the floor, cross the, the stage, if you will, to get out, to get anywhere. So we were stuck in there. And that's fine because it was only going to be an hour long. Super. But shortly after it started, my stomach communicated to me that whatever I had eaten in the lovely restaurant for the lovely meal was not agreeing with my stomach. In fact, it felt like I had food poisoning. I don't know if you've seen uh, the film Bridesmaids, but let's just say that was what was running through my head. And as I sat there sweating, I thought, how am I going to get out to the exit? And the only way out, as I say, is to go through the stage. Now, this uh, modern uh, drama event that I was watching uh, was so different that instead of breaking for scene changes, uh, the cast sort of did a, a choreographed dance movement as the scene changed. It was very clever. And this was brilliantly done. Um, so I started memorising the choreographed dance movement so that because I was going to have to walk through these people to get out to the exit. So I was memorising it, how I could join the cast in order to get through them and out the other side. That is what I went through last night, ladies and gentlemen. Not pretty. And as I say, would only happen to me. But never mind. Anyway, all, all better now. 
all recovered now, thank goodness. So I've been thinking about where I go from here with the podcast. I was running a poll on Twitter as to the frequency, because at the moment I publish an episode every three, four days. Um, and I just wondered if that was right for everyone, because at the beginning that works well. But I'm covering so many books. I can appreciate it. it's really quite hard to keep pace with everything. And the feedback that I got from that was that one episode a week would be ideal. So I'm just going to try it. Let's see what happens. I've got quite a few books to cover, of course. Um, and if you want it more frequently, less frequently, just tell me. But I think we'll go for once a week at this point and see where we get to. So I've got some really good books to tell you about. And I've got some Christmas books. Yes, it's that time of year. Uh, so without further ado, let's get started. So book number one that I read is called Violet. And I've lost Violet. Violet, where are you? I'm sure. Lean over there. Right, Violet. Violet is written by S.J.I. Holiday. It's published by Orenda Books. And it is out now in paperback. Um, and the, the blurb is, uh, well, basically it's about when two strangers end up sharing a cabin on the Trans-Siberian Express, an intense relationship develops, one that can only have one ending, dot, dot, dot. Carrie's best friend has an accident and can no longer make the round-the-world trip they planned together, so Carrie decides to go it alone. Violet is also travelling alone after splitting up with her boyfriend in Thailand. She's desperate for a ticket on the Trans-Siberian Express, but there is nothing available. When the two women meet in a Beijing hotel, Carrie makes the impulsive decision to invite Violet to take her best friend's place. Thrown together in a strange country and the cramped cabin of the train, the women soon form a bond. But as the journey continues through Mongolia and into Russia, things start to unravel because one of these women is not who she claims to be. And that exactly tells you how it is. I really enjoyed this book. You can read it with pace. It's about 230 pages, so it's not a long one. Um, and it really builds up the pressure, notch by notch, page by page. Uh, I really like the format because the story is interspersed with email communication. So you get another view on what the characters are thinking and what's going on. Um, I've decided as well I'm going to give each book a word and my word for this is sinister. Um, really good just how that all builds up and just how you feel really unnerved by it. I don't know if you ever used to watch the uh, old style holiday programmes on television um, but let's just say this is no Judith Chalmers book. This is not uh, bright and breezy. This is uh, start to get scared and remain scared. It's super. Really enjoyed it. I haven't read any of uh, these uh, the author's other books, but I shall be looking it up because I just thought it was great. It was something very relevant, um, but it's very sort of single white female, but m more modern, much more modern, and on a sort of holiday location. There's a Fiona Barton book recently, The Suspect, that isn't the same um, at all, but it's just if you like the sort of book based on uh, travel, students traveling, um, and the mysteries and thriller aspects that can occur. But this book is um, very much the darker of the two. It's, um, as I say, I keep using that word sinister, but I think it's a great one. And it's about how friendships um, appear on one level to be one thing and then are something else. Don't say any more about it, but just great. Uh, really worth a read. I'd really commend that one to you. 
Right, now the next book. Oh my goodness. As I was reading this next book, uh, in parts I had my hand over my mouth because I just was so astounded by how it was twisting and turning. Really enjoyed it. So this book is called The Perfect Wife by uh, J.P. Uh, Delaney, Delaney, should get that right really, shouldn't I? I've not read any of their books either. I'm obviously failing. Um, but uh, this this was just brilliant. I thought it was sensational. Um, it is published by Quercus and it's out already. It was out in hardback in August and it's going to be out in paperback in January. So if you're looking forward to a little present for yourself in January, then that, that could be worth ordering. Um, so the blurb is uh, th this guy saying, there's something I have to explain, my love, taking your hand in his. That wasn't a dream. It was an upload. Abby wakes in a hospital bed with no memory of how she got there. The man by her side explains that he's her husband. He's a titan of the tech world, the British founder of one of Sil Silicon Valley's most innovative startups. He tells Abby that she's a gifted artist, a doting mother to their young son and the perfect wife. Five years ago, she suffered a terrible accident. Her return from the abyss is a miracle of science. But as Abby pieces together memories of her marriage, she begins questioning her husband's motives and his version of events. Can she trust him when he says he wants them to be together forever? And what really happened to her half a decade ago? So, uh, as I say, thought this was extraordinary. I'll start off by saying this is a, a nine and a half out of ten. I thought it was great because you've got different elements. You've got the thriller side, but you've got the tech side as well, which I really like. Um, and it's just the pace and the twist that you have with that story and how it just catches you up and you think you know what's happening and you don't. Uh, I did really enjoy that. Um, as I say, it's out in paperback in January. Um, really one to worth reading, I think. So that's The Perfect Wife by J.P. Delany. And my word for that one is technological. It, it's not pure te tech. So if you're not into tech, you can still read it and enjoy it. But it just added that extra element to a story that would have already been good to make it great. So that's what that's what I would say anyway. So we've covered uh, Violet by S.J. Halliday. We've covered The Perfect Wife by J.P. Delany. And now we go to Christmas. Shall I sing you a Christmas song? No, I think it's best for you that I don't. So um, the first book I read was uh, is called The Christmas Penguin. Oh, no, let's start again. It's called The Penguin Book of Christmas Stories. Funnily enough, it's by Penguin. Who'd have thought that? Um, and it's just a mixture. There's about 27, 28 different stories in there, ranging from very traditional to modern I was really looking forward to reading this book because the kids have Christmas books with short stories and I'd read some last year that were all crime murder stories and I wanted something a bit nicer, a bit um, less grisly. Don't ask me why, but I did. And I was so disappointed with this book. The stories for me didn't signify what Christmas is about. Just because the word Christmas is in a story doesn't mean it's Christmassy. Uh, and I I got fed up and, and I stopped reading it, which is such a shame because it looks beautiful. Um, it's this very wintry scene on the front. It is a hardback book. And it's one that I thought every day I was going to read a story. Uh, but I just thought the choice of them was wrong. Perhaps that's just me not reading enough about the book, first of all, uh, and knowing it. But 
that um, if you're if you need to read a book that's got the word Christmas in it, but isn't really so much about Christmas and doesn't make you have the feel good, nice feeling, then then that's probably a book for you. So that's uh, that's something to consider. Um, I give it. Oh, would I give it five out of ten? Does that mean maybe? Yeah, I would. I'd give it five out of ten. And my word, I'm afraid uninspiring <gasps> dear oh dear sorry about that anyway next book <clears throat> now this book is called the christmas shopaholic by sophie kinsella it's out in hardback at the moment it's published by bantam press uh, i have read a few of the shopaholic series i know i'm not a chiclet fan um, but this book this series normally has a, a bit of an edge to it something a bit different and this one did not disappoint you've the the basic premise is you've got a character who loves to spend and i could share some similarities with her really and this wanting to make everything perfect make everything work really well again i can understand that so it, i think it was really quite healthy for me to read this book maybe i should have read it before i did my christmas shopping but never mind um there are times when you think gosh it's very light but actually, when you finish it as a whole, yes, it's a feel-good Christmas read, but it's got an extra dynamic to it that means it's not chiclet. It's, um, oh, is it really condescending to say female fiction? But it's it's just a nice, light Christmas read, but it's got some substance to it, which makes it worthwhile. So I would give that an 8 out of 10. Um, I think my word for this book, financial because it does make you think about what, what you're spending money on and how you go about things. So that's, uh, that's one that I enjoyed. And if you're okay with something that doesn't involve a murder, that isn't historical, there are no spies, just a, a nice story with a bit more substance to it than some others, then that could be for you. So next, uh, I come on to an audio book. And this book is called We Met in December by Rosie Curtis and it's published by Avon um, as I say I listened to the audiobook version of that and it's great because there's two narrators so with the audiobook you do have the benefit of having the female view then the male view uh, to give you a, a break really from just one single narrator and that works really well um, so let me tell you a bit about the book but also can I first apologize for the snoring of the dog First of all, I've locked her in one room. She scratched and made a noise. Then another one. Then she just came and sat by me, fell asleep and snored very loudly. So would you believe she is in a different room, but she's still snoring so loudly? I can only apologise, but it's Christmas. Let, let's bear with her. Um, so the premise of this book, which, as I say, is we met in December, is that this December, unlucky in love, Jess is following her dream and moving to Notting Hill. On the first night in her new house share, she meets Alex, the guy in the room next door. They don't kiss under the mistletoe, but there's still a spark that leaves Jess imagining how they might spend the year together, never mind the house rule against dating. But when Jess returns from her Christmas holiday, she finds Alex has started seeing Emma, who lives on the floor above them. Now Jess faces a year of bumping into the man of her dreams and apparently the woman of his. Jess is determined to move on and spend the year falling in love with London, not Alex. But what if her heart has other ideas? So it's a Christmas theme. Tick. You've got two narrators. Tick. Um, for me, it's a bit fluffy. It, the, 
there just wasn't anything to it. I wasn't sat there chewing my nails thinking, oh, will it be all right? What's going to happen? Um, but my word would be sweet. And if that's what you're looking for, then this does it. The writing is very good. The style, the story is all good. It just depends what you're what you're looking for from a book. But yeah, that was that was all good. So sort of six, six, seven out of ten for that. Uh, next, let's get on to some poetry. Now I've got this beautiful book called Poems for Christmas, and it's published by Macmillan, um, their collector's library. So this is quite a small book. And it's beautiful to look at. You've got the duck egg, duck egg blue cover. Uh, you've got the lettering in this beautiful gold. And when you take the cover off, just as with the others in this series, it, they, it's beautiful. It's embossed uh, with this gorgeous sort of floral artwork there. So it's a lovely thing to have. And it's, funnily enough, jam-packed full of Christmas poems. I would say they're quite traditional ones. So if you're looking for a, a modern book of Christmas poetry then this probably isn't the one for you uh, there's a lot that you would find in uh, Christmas songs as well um, so you would get ones like oh in the bleak midwinter or ones like that see amid the winter's snow Christmas night while shepherds watch their flocks it reminds me of a book I used to have as a child with these different songs in and I think it's really lovely so if you're looking to get something that um somebody perhaps they're making a collection of these different poetry books or they like poetry and they 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 like the sort of the older poems it's it's absolutely beautiful if you've got a decent sized stocking it might just fit in there if you really ram it in um and uh, it's just lovely i really enjoyed that one i enjoyed looking through the different poems and reminding myself of, of ones that i'd forgotten about i'd give it a good eight out of ten Yes, if I summarise it in one word, I'd say traditional, but hey, what's wrong with that sometimes? So that was Poems for Christmas, published by Macmillan Collector's Library. And then finally, we come on to an audiobook that I've just finished, oh, about 10 minutes ago, and it's called um, Cheringham Secret Santa. Now, I don't know if you've listened to any of these before. I've had a couple on audiobook that I've been meaning to get round to uh, listening to. Because let's face it, I love Christmas and I want to read and listen to Christmas books, but I would prefer them to have a bit of something. Now, this this book is, is two things. It is a murder mystery, which is great. It's not horrific to listen to. It's not really a nasty murder one. So again, that's fine. It is a short audiobook. So it's about two and a half hours. Let me check. Two hours, 35 minutes. There you go. So it's quick. So they can't put lots of complex layers in. But is it a good murder mystery? And would I sometimes listen to some of the others in the series? Yes, I would. So the, the story is this. Bill Vokes has played Santa at the children's Christmas show for years. But with the show just hours away, he vanishes with no explanation. The whole village is baffled. Did something bad happen to lovable Bill? Upstanding citizen, churchgoer, life and soul of the party and the holiday season. Jack and Sarah are on the case and soon discover there are secrets about this Santa that no one could have imagined. Um, as I say, I enjoyed it. It's light, but it's it's a mystery to solve. So it's good how um, it unravels the details. Apparently, this is number 25 in the series and they describe them as uh, mystery shorts. If you were to buy the book, it's about 110 pages. So you would get through that fairly quickly. Um, 
And yeah, I I did enjoy that. It's a bit Miss Marple, and, and why not? So if you're looking for something that's short, whether it's listening to an audiobook or reading it, with something to it that's not uh, romance and uh, but not extreme bleak, then I think this is a, a great idea. And it's uh, as I say, it's the Cheringham. Uh, mis- series of mysteries a cozy crime series and this one is called secret santa and they're written by matthew costello and neil richards um, and they're published i haven't heard of this uh, house before basti publishing um, anyway there we go so that's certainly one to consider if you're looking for something short and simple oh yes my word did i tell you my word see can't remember that now but my word is simple for that and i mean that in a good way it's nothing bad it's just a nice simple uh, mystery to solve so there we go lots of books that we've talked through we've talked about violet by sj holiday the perfect wife jp delany uh, the christmas the penguin book of christmas stories i should get that right um the christmas shopaholic by sophie kinsella Uh, We Met in December by Rosie Curtis, Poems for Christmas by the Macmillan Collector's Library and Cheringham's Secret Santa Cozy Crime Mystery. It's quite a few. Uh, Just finally, I know I like to end with a question, but this time I have a question for you. This is what my mother said to me today. She was asking about my Christmas list and she said, I don't want any books, you don't need... Can you hear this? You don't need any more books. Now, my question for you is, is that acceptable? Does she, should she get a Christmas present if she's going to say that? I don't know. It's quite serious, really. Anyway, there we are. You can get in touch with me in all these ways on Twitter, on Instagram. You can email me at quickbookreviews.outlook.com and just get in touch. Let me know what you're reading, if you've got any good Christmas recommendations and what your plans are for Christmas. Love hearing from you and I'll be in touch again soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.